I'm gonna body slam her on the, that's different. They'll still call assault. I'm, I, she assaulted me first. I didn't hit her back. You know it's gonna favor her over you. I don't give a fuck. I'm I'm already fucked. Once she you can give her no bruises. You can have all the bruises. Bullshit, my nigga. Once she yo, once she once the cops are called, any word she says is automatic unless there's cameras there. Any word she's even if you're fucked up and all messed up, any word she says is automatic. She's gonna be like, he went to swing on me and then I ducked and I gave him one to the body and one on the over the head. Officer's gonna be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I take jujitsu. Yeah. Oh shit. Why'd you go to hit her? I'm telling you, as soon as the cops are called, you're done anyway. So you might as well get your licks in, grab that bitch and fucking body RKO over the fucking kitchen no, table. I, <laughs> okay, you take it to a whole other level. <laughs> not what you do. All right, don't do it. Don't follow that shit, man. Men out there, good men, don't do that. <laughs> Nigga men, you're out. I'm, that's your, I'm potting. I'm potting. You are potting. I'm potting right now. Potting violence. Come on, walk about, Rich. Domestic violence and shit. <laughs> Alright, so thank you all That's us users You think like Several people can handle 500 million users Around the world? I totally get it But in, if you can't I don't know if you, Then don't create the brand You know what I'm saying? Like if it's unmanageable Like I think That's why they make Generated computer accounts Because some people probably have The same questions Like the same question I would ask here in the Bronx Some motherfucking Japan Might ask the same thing Like oh Like What's up with this like feature? And then the guy in Japan, what's up with this feature? So they just make like a generated, like you know those FAQs, like frequently course, asked questions yeah, yeah, things. Yeah. Because because like um, I my um, with Instagram they don't want you promoting like you know when you promote something, mm -hmm. they never want you to promote smoking. Mm -hmm. Um, they'll take alcohol though, which is so weird, right? Yep. There's a lot of brands with alcohol. They'll do like. alcohol, but. Up until like weed becoming so lit, anytime I would have a cigarette or anything like that, they gave me like a warning or two. And then all of a sudden when I went to promote something, they told me your account is disabled from promotions, contact, re request for uh, whatever, you know, for a review. Every time you go to request a review, it brings you to another page that asks you, are you the business administrator of this account? It's not a business account. It's a regular account. So I still try to... They never respond back. Nope. Never. You got to either know somebody that works for Instagram to check your shit. Or not. It fucking... Gilly, he had his account banned. Like Gilly a week who? ago. Gilly? Like the... Gilly while well, well, million Gilly dollars worth of game. Yeah, Gilly the kid. He got his account banned because allegedly Whisker Leafa, he said he, he was like, yo, you mad gay wearing shorts like that. And then... The and you're not allowed to do that. You're not allowed to nope. do it. He voices a pain and Wiz Khalifa allegedly got his account banned. Oh, Wiz did it, supposedly? Allegedly. And then, like, Gilly was like, oh, all this is make fun of your shores, you bitch, nigga. Why the fuck are you doing that? <laughs> and then, <laughs> then, then, like, a day or two later after, you know, somebody on Instagram reached out, like, oh, it's not bad. They said it was, like, a fault system, and then they eventually gave him his account back. Wow. You could introduce the pod, my brother. Oh, you on this shit? Okay. Let me get my drink in real quick. Mm-hmm. Get your drink in real quick. So, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Mitch Picasso, of course, with the lovely G.I. the character. Yeah, what up? As he's getting up right now, fixing some shit before we even start. <laughs> the, the shadow just came out of nowhere. The shadow? What shadow? I got a shadow behind me? Yep. The ghost? The ghost of Christmas past. The ghost of Easter past. The ghost of Easter future. Oh, you look creepy right there. <laughs> 
Oh yeah, there you go. Now you're back. Mm-hmm. Mm. I think they can another one for me. So, so how you been, Yo-Yos? How was your week, my brother? Even though we spent like three days of the week together. Pause. Yo, this is probably the, this is our fourth time in the exact week because we hung out Sunday, we hung out Tuesday, we hung out Thursday, uh-huh. Friday. Talk to him. So, uh-huh. This is the most I've ever hung out with this dude. I'm, like I'm on vacation, so I've just been like relaxing, like enjoying life, like. Like two, like we actually recorded music first time. I actually legitimately recorded in its studio. And thank you for reminding me because I, I have a hard drive. I just unlocked it so it can go for PCs and Mac that I gotta give you. Yeah. It pretty much have. We could leave it in my we could leave it in my crib and yep. all the music you do will be right on the hard drive. Yep. Boom. So, so we recorded Tuesday. I recorded like a couple songs and Wednesday I got to spend with my girl in this like sandbox VR in Jersey. I recommend it. I definitely gotta take you there because that shit is fun. But. It was dope, and then we had like giant tacos. What, what did you do there? Oh, we Sandbox VR is like a virtual reality room space thing mm-hmm. where you can um like just be in scenarios like with like guns and like VR helmets in like a room like going on adventures. It can be like fighting in the galaxy or in a haunted mansion killing mm-hmm. zombies and shit. So we did the Deadwood Mansion board. It was like it's like a half hour where you're like in the room just shooting. You sweat your ass off because you're like moving around and. The room eventually... It's a workout. It's a workout. And it was fun. You know, we lost, unfortunately, like in the last round because we had to fight a boss and we ended up losing. And But it was fun. It was absolutely fun. I recommend it. Sandbox VR. It's in Paramus, New Jersey. It's it's dope. And then afterwards, we went to Tito's Burritos. We had giant tacos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. People, people were talking to me about your giant tacos. Yes. Pause. They were like, yo, where's this nigga at? I'm like, I don't know where he at. Why are you asking me? <laughs> nope, it's called Tito's Burritos. Definitely good. It's like it's like a giant taco, and it has ch- like chicken wings and French fries, chopped with chipotle mayo, with lettuce and tomatoes. Okay, Shit, fucking amazing. Okay, okay. Actually, destroy that. I went to um last night. I went to uh El Patron for my um, for my uncle's uh, birthday dinner, and you know I love places that know how to serve the proper portion. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Where it's not like there's food left over after you ate. You ate the whole plate and it was slamming. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was slamming. Mm-hmm. You're full. The mm-hmm. only thing I will say that I will critique about is um, they didn't follow their drink menu properly. Mm-hmm. Like my uncle and his girl has been there before. They didn't follow their drink menu. When people order their drinks, they got different shit than what the picture looks like. Mm-hmm. But other than that, food was good. I mm-hmm. recommend that place as well, Patron. Food was good. Spanish food, a little pricey, but a little food is good. That's good, man. It's good. I, I recently, yesterday, was like scrolling on Instagram, and this woman had a giant chicken chicken club sandwich. Oh, yeah. You said that's the next one, right? Yeah, that's the next one, because like, me and my girl, we, we love eating big food for now. That I think I told her, this is our thing. Now she's like, yeah, this is our thing. Cause we had giant burger. Mm-hmm. Now we had giant taco. Mm-hmm. Now we're having giant now we're trying to go for a giant chicken cutlet sandwich, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and that shit was too much. So that's so. Any anybody has like any food things in like the New York, New Jersey area, like where there's recommendations. Like giant, send them recommendations to me. Dip, like leave it in the comments. You know, of course, while you're leaving in the comments, make sure you like and subscribe so we can be in the algorithm and stuff. And mm-hmm. get, get the likes us. We're halfway to almost a grant. We're almost halfway to a G. So mm-hmm. we're getting there. We already got like 533 hours of watch time. So we got about one fourth of the way there. No, we're not oh, even really? one, four foot away. We yeah. got 500 hours of watch time? We got 533 hours of watch time. And you figure we did 50 episodes. Yep. You know, so that's not bad. You do the math. That last month was, what, 3,000 minutes. Oh, okay. Good shit. So Good we're shit. so 
I appreciate everybody watching. I appreciate we always do. You know, you know, definitely, definitely appreciate anybody that subscribes. You know, we're trying to hit the one k mark. So, because you know, with the YouTube thing, and for people that don't know, you need to have at least one k of subscribers and four thousand hours watching within a year. Within a year. Within a year. For monetization. Yep. And then they send it for review to and they look at your channel, yep. see like if it's worthy. And then with that, you could connect your Teespring. Yep. You can now you're further allowed to attach any business advertisements outside. Like you see, YouTube will play. Um, YouTube will play their advertisements that they want to under your video. Yes. You can change that once you become monetized. Yep. Now companies will look at you more legitimate, and they can take yes. you on, and you can put the commercials you like. Yes. And that you get paid yep. for you, on the commercials. Because you know, like when you see like those, like those yellow bars, mm -hmm. like in the videos, those are ads that people mm -hmm. like meticulously put for their mm -hmm. videos, so they can put ads. The more ads you have in your video, the more monetization you will get. So, eventually, if, you know, if we get to that level, we kind of have to. We'll eventually be around season three. Well, we'll probably be season three or eight before that, because like season two, we're already killing it. We already had like an amazing run and shit. So. Yeah, we're getting like, all right, we're getting a little off sidetracked now. So, Yo, so I saw um, this guy named Julian Dory. You ever heard of Julian Dory? Never heard of him. Me neither. Who's that? All right. Uh, I, I, I have no idea. He, he's just a content creator. What does he do? He's a content creator. Uh, He interviews people. Same thing. Okay. YouTube. Let me see. Um, Well, I saw him on the show, right? I saw him on the Concrete Podcast. And... Everything that he was expressing about what he did and what he does to affect the YouTube algorithm and the it's exactly what we do. But the, they literally put in hours into one minute video. Like one minute videos, they give text to the videos. Halfway through, they're showing pictures, wallets. Like he said that he turned his YouTube page completely to a shorts page because his shorts are getting more traction and YouTube... Yep. YouTube Shorts has their own partnering company. Yes. You know, so yeah. when I heard him speaking and I see that, I'm like, it's only a matter of time. If you if you follow the keys and the things you're supposed to do, like when we went out, every time we go out and I say we have a podcast, the first thing that people say is, oh yeah, I'm thinking about doing that. And I just look at them because if they only knew, you know, if you have a good personality and you swinging the shit out, the, record the shit on your phone, my nigga, you do it. But unless you got the power to have long format conversation going from one to two hours and are eager to learn about people you don't know about to sit down or even people you know about and just try to learn more about them, you know what I'm saying? Like that's that takes a level of skill that you shouldn't think that comes easy just because you want a podcast, you know, and when you guys do get invited to sit down. Just know where you're sitting and who you're surrounded by. Because not everybody on these cameras are your friends. Mm -hmm. Not everybody inter interviewing you is looking for your best interest. Oh. You know, look at look at Hot 97, how they did um, how they did the young Zoe. What's his name? Young Zoe. Lil Dirk. Lil Dirk. Not Lil Dirk. The other one. The other I Lil. know they did some. I know they did Joey Badass dirty on. Nah, the one other time. one. The other one that he had a case going on. Oh, Kodak Black. Kodak Black, my bad. See, look how they did Kodak. You know, you think the media is your friend sometimes, and when you're sitting on these podcasts and it's all cool and sweet, and that's not always the truth. Because like, some people believe that 
Oh, I got to reach that mainstream level where I can be on Hot 97. Be all popular. Nah, nah, nah. You nah, don't nah. have to. No. Like, when people, like, when we go to, like, different showcases or different events and stuff, it's like, oh, when the, per- the person comes up to you and says, hey, I have a podcast. I would love to have you Yo, on. You know what's funny, though? Not to cut you off, but it did reflect us going out the past three nights. Because I saw when the episode dropped, I think we were, like, on four views after that night yep. when I got home. Yep. And now I think we're, what, like, on 35, 40? No, we're, like, on 40, 45. 47 or 48. So yeah. us going out and telling people and them just clicking on the links and the link yep. needs to another link, yep. we're getting the fucking... They, yep. They're watching some, us. Some, somebody's watching out there. They're watching. You know what I mean? So it's like us doing the footwork goes along with what I'm saying. Don't think that you could just start something and not see it through. You going to start something? Yeah. See it the fuck through. Do what you have to. Do the clips. Take every Take what's happening around you. And use that as your examples and just put your own spin on it. Yes. But don't don't look to not follow the formula no. more than to like, fuck it up. Like it's like you gotta kinda play a little bit of the algorithm YouTube game mm-hmm. or even anything, even like Instagram game, the Facebook game, any type of social media game, even TikTok. Like now TikTok you can have up to you can upload to up to ten minutes. You can pretty much load up a entire fucking movie in ten minutes and just like, go off, but make it engaging. Make it fun. Make it something when people see, like, the thumbnail, people want to click on it. It's like, yo, what? Mm-hmm, this, mm-hmm. this motherfucker has some crazy shit. Let's see what's, what's up with it. And, you know, in the conversation, like, be engaging. Be funny. Like, try to be funny. Try to have something that people want to come back to. That's what that's what the thing is when it comes to, like, this whole content thing. Like, look, a little over a year, year and a half ago when we started February, like, I didn't know no shit about podcasts. I've heard about it. I always wanted to do it, but... Like him, he already had like you know his stop your shit. Everything is okay. And he was working on other people's podcasts way long before I even got there. So it was for I'm very fortunate enough to have somebody on board. I already knew like how to set up the cameras, know how to like how the mics are set. Yeah, but you to- see, you see, look, we in the studio, right? You was like, I want to learn this. I gave you the fucking, I gave you the mouse. I gave you the keyboard. I said, this is what you got to do. You. Heard what I said, you memorized what I said, you did it for yourself and got that's all it is, bro. You I'm sure you know how to set this up by now. Pretty much. I'm sure you know how to set this up by now. You see what goes in what fucking holes. Two cameras go to this thingy, this thing goes to that thing, that goes to that thing. You you know how to do this by now. Like and bouncing off that, it's like and people people have asked me, and they people at my job, they'll come up to me like, yo, I, I saw your episode. Yo, you're, you're really good. Like, keep that up. It's really fire and stuff. And it's like, oh, I want to try to start my own podcast. And I don't know the first steps to do it. It's like, it's, you don't need do it. you don't need that much for a podcast. As long as you even just got, you don't even really need, you don't even need a camera. You could just have an audio podcast. There's audio podcasts. Yeah. We do audio and video at the same time. But. Just start off like so, like figure out what type of podcast you want. Mm-hmm. You want to be like do everything in general. Are you a sports podcast? Are you a gossip podcast? Like and a- and Rogan and Rogan Rogan has showed you uh, hundred million. Yep, hundred million. Hundred million. And I heard that was a year. Yep. That yearly contract. Yes. So in like ten yearly years, contract. So like in ten years, there's like a billion. The fuck! If think, he stays there, man, I, I don't doubt. think he don't do ten years. I don't yeah. think he stay there for ten years. I yeah. think I think you take I think you take. You know, what you got to, not to sound like a, a, a opportunist, but when you attach yourself to names and things on your come up, 
you would hope that they're good things, that they don't have such bad stigmas, even if they end. Even if they end, even if you don't do what you're doing, you want to at least, you know, when people know you for something, they'd be like, oh, yo, he was part of that, blah, 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 blah. He was part of that, blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? Your, your track record, so to speak, if you're uh, making the good relationships on the way up is very important, you know, because regardless if you have to end something to start something else new, you never want to have mm. bad taste in your mouth or like mm. a bad stigma about you. Oh, he's hard to work with, work with, Ugh. work with, you know, he's hard to work with, he, you know, he's hard to, he's hard to, um, he's not, he's not intuitive, you know, he's never on time. You never want to have a bad stigma. You know, he has that, you never want to have a bad, you always want to, when you leave a certain situation, you know, I've been part of so many factions, not really, but I've been part of factions, crews, I've been part, and it's all part of my learning process because during being part of all that. I've learned how to record myself. I've learned how to podcast. I've learned, you know, in and out about marketing a little bit. You know, I've learned a lot about myself. I All those relationships I had, I guess I had to have them. You know, I had to have them. I had to have them. I had to be in those situations in order for me to get better. Mm -hmm. So I guess it was like, don't get discouraged if you start something and it doesn't work out. Maybe that one thing wasn't what it was supposed to be. You know, maybe you're supposed to transform into something else. If you start rapping and end up making videos, maybe you're supposed to do that. If you start podcasting over here, but then you end up with four dope friends over here, maybe that's where you were supposed to be. Sam Tripley said he started about 10, 12 podcasts before Tim Foyle Hat kicked off. And it was actually a hit. And niggas like, oh shit, we love conspiracies. Hmm. You know, like you, you, you never know. Just keep swinging the bat, you know. And if you want to do this, whether you're podcasting or... See it through for as much as you can see it through to, you know, post stickers, you know, do these things, post, tell people about it. I won't lie. I was discouraged about telling people, not, not discouraged, but like it wouldn't come up because I'm very timid when I'm outside. You see, I'm not really comfortable unless I like have a beer in me or something. I'm just timid. I'm, I don't know what it is. Behind this camera, at home, with my friends, I'm great. I'm awesome. On stage, I'm great. I'm awesome. You put me in a crowd of people that just all looking for something to do, I'm like, I'm like, I don't want to be here. So it's like the conversation to come up and say, hey, I do a podcast, it sounds weird. It's easier to say it and come off the tongue when you really, I'm seeing these things and I'm like, oh shit, yo, gee, we do a podcast together. Yo, we're out here in fucking Lower East Side, you know, <laughs> it looks like the hood, it looks like the hood in this one block between Howard and Broadway or some shit like that. Or Howard and yeah, Howard and Broadway right. on Mercer. All right, so, so. yeah, yeah, it was on Mercer. So what he's talking about right now is like we went to this uh, open mic mm -hmm. called New. It was hosted by this place. Called, well, it was hosted by this guy that runs a place called New Year City. Okay, so yeah, shout out to them. They always get like a lot of up and coming artists to rap in front of bodegas. That's what they're kind of known for, and they've been doing it for a year. And they had this spot called Yema, which is like some like African type of like fashion and fashion spot and there was like about if not hundreds of fucking rappers and singers there just to do one song and then just keep going so uh, I just wanted to give like some context to what you were talking about like being around Mercer it was around 26 Mercer Street the, the spot was dope it was pretty big but you know there was like certain uh, quote unquote technical difficulties when it came to like the whole the whole running and everything like that I didn't honestly feel it was like very very disorganized, pretty much. Like, 
there was really no hosts. There was just motherfuckers just... They didn't have, like, a sound system. They had, like, the store sound system that was, like, ass. And He's DJ being nice. was just pressing buttons, like, on a laptop. I'll let him go. I'll let him go. Hey, keep being nice about it. Okay, so I'm going to be nice. <laughs> no, you keep, you, you okay, keep so, being yo-yo. So pretty much the guy was just, you know, trying his best. You can see he was frustrated because it looked like he looked like he was running this shit himself. But, you know, he had, like, a DJ that didn't really do work. And then people were just stealing, trying to come up on... Like when it was like dead silence, like, where are you going? It's my turn now, blah, blah, blah. And it wasn't people's turns. Mind you, it was like, it started like around seven, really like seven-ish. And we we ended up leaving because it was only on 15 when it was already like 30 motherfuckers that already went up. Mm-hmm. And I was like number 20-something, so I should have been been up. Mm-hmm. And I was like, look, let's go. I just told him, look, let's go. And he was like, you sure? I was like, yeah, mom, I don't, I don't want to be wasting my time. So it was a very like time-consuming thing just to come down there. But before all that, before the shit even started, I was just yo-yoing on top of like a sta- like a little stairwell thing outside. And you know, if you ever been to LES, you'll see like those little stairwell platforms. I was just yo-yoing. People come up to me, and I got more love just giving yo-yos from people walking by that I never met before, and got invited to things and like like follow me because you know the yo-yos I have QR codes than I ever did going inside. I'm actually glad I didn't give none of my yo-yos out there. And it was like people like look at us like yo, can I have one? Can I have one thing? I was like nigga, like no 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 no, fuck, do I give shit to you? Like I didn't even go up yet. They're looking in my bag like all amazing shit. Like they never seen a yo-yo before. Everybody in the fucking planet seen a yo-yo before, but they wanted my yo-yos because my shit's always my shits are always awesome. I know I'm getting no cheap ass shit. You stupid. Oh. I told you. I told you when he when that when you gave the guy a yo-yo. I, I had my hand clutching my beard just in case he would have ran. Mm-hmm. I can't really. I'm not prepared to chase you. You know what I mean? But I, I wing this fucking beer at your head. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that was pretty much what I got from the whole thing. And but you obviously have a different interpretation. Of what I mean, you like felt. I said, I mean, like he, I mean, he, I guess he said everything that has to be said. But I don't know. He, he been. I'm being. I'm a lot more modest. With a lot more modest about it, man. All you self promoters are janky. Yo, like I. The only reason I can't talk any shit is because it was free. It was free, and it was your. You know what? I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be critical here because I don't want to be a dick. I think I was enough of a dick by writing on your flyer that your show was a dub. So what yeah, I? Yeah, he did that. I gotta correct myself. Um, the only way you correct um poor speech is with better speech. So what I should have elaborated on was, yes, yo-yos, you and I took something very, very, very good from the situation. We learned something new in that situation. We saw. We saw what you and me can do. Being within a show, you and me are a show. So we we definitely took something positive from the moment. So I applaud you for throwing the event as far as bringing me and yo-yos to the building and giving us opportunity to meet some dope people too. That that dude with the album cover, White Ashes, mm-hmm. that shit was fucking dope. He, album cover, it's called White Ashes, and it's made out of all his roach clips. So it's not a painting, it's not a picture, it's an actual image that was taken. Like it's it's fucking it's it's crazy. So um, now me being critical of you, bro, you you knew what you were doing, you knew what you were doing, you knew what you were doing. You know, even though it was free, even though it was free, you know, you should have been more clear to people. Listen, it's gonna look more of a safe scenario. It's gonna look more of a safe scenario. I don't have audio. The audio's not going to be too good. Like, you knew what was going to happen. You want to tell me technical difficulties? It's really hard for me to believe because I didn't even see a microphone in the building. 
And and I didn't even see a DJ in the building. I didn't see a Serato in the building. There was a I didn't there see was a build, there was a DJ. What? There was a DJ there. Yeah, but where what? was the Serato? Where were the speakers? There were speakers, but there were, I didn't see a Serato. Uh, no, no, <laughs> but but that's what I'm saying. Like, where were things not connecting? I don't know. And that's where he wasn't transparent with the people that were there. First off, you said the event started at six. It was supposed to be from six to ten. Your event didn't kick off till about seven, seven thirty. You had people in front of the venue freestyling and doing all which is cool which is sweet but the party's supposed to be going on inside but but that's what they do when it comes to open mics they don't you know how they always say oh it starts it but you know reality always starts like an hour nah later. man I that's learned, how most flyers be working I've learned something I've learned something and I stick with it now I stick with it now and I learn something now if, an, if I throw an event and it says it starts at 6 it starts at 6 you know and an open mic fine first come first serve you follow your list that's another thing where you f- you you completely failed as a as a host. You completely failed as a person that threw an event. You completely failed. You didn't even follow your list. My first show had 30 plus people on it, an open mic. 30 plus people. I think we were peaking at like 40. And I still managed to not only get them all up on stage, but follow my list. And I have a whole 150 people that were in that room that could concur what I'm talking about. So follow your list. You that was poor, and that's why I say you. I think you did everything as a ploy. You did everything to show. You did everything for some ego. That was an ego move. That was an ego move. Let me see how many friends I got. How many people I know that I could fit in one spot. I'm gonna say it's my first open mic, and anybody can perform. Hmm. Sounds like a good sell, right? The problem is, is that everybody came to buy what you were selling, and it wasn't what we were supposed to buy. Even if it was a free event, bro. Things that everything that glitters ain't gold and everything that's free isn't worth having. And you proved that point to me and this man, especially to me. Not to say I won't go to another event of yours, but I probably will find out if nah, I won't go to the next event of yours. I'm sorry. I'll go to the third one if the second one was good. And if I'm not invited because of my comments and because of what I'm saying now and anybody could clip this up, I'll clip this up and he'll post it. And if you see it, you know who we're talking about. This fucking Yema show. The show is great. It's beautiful. You can put a whole bunch of people in the building. Mwah. You didn't deliver, though. You didn't deliver on the goods, my nigga. No microphones, one fucking speaker, and then somebody brought their own boombox speaker, and once they left, everybody got sad again. You had people in a, in a, in a scythe fucking... Like, well, it was just... For me, it was depressing. As a hip-hop artist, I enjoyed get, getting the culture, but I, I, didn't, I didn't appreciate you not appreciating my culture. Because all it did that, all it looked like was you just put all of us in a building to say you could do it. Because half the time, you were one of the tallest people there, and I didn't even he see was, you. He was the tallest people. I didn't see you. I didn't see him half yeah, the time. He was, he was like, what, 6'5"? I didn't see him half the time. Dude. So all your technical difficulties and all this stuff, man, I think you're full of it. I think you knew what was going to happen. I think you knew what was going to happen. And, and, it, and, it, and, it, and if you didn't, I apologize. May this be your learning lesson. And always have a plan A, B, and C. When something don't work in here, there's always another fucking plan. That's why I walk around with a big bag like a bitch. Because my plans are in there and shit. You know what I'm saying? If you're a host, you should have a fucking laptop and a Bluetooth speaker at all times. Why? Because if some shit goes down and some shit goes wrong, you can at least perform. You don't got to depend on nobody. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you don't think ahead of the game, you're always going to be behind the pack. And that's like, like I said, constructive criticism. I hope you don't take it in a bad way. But like I said, you dropped the ball on this one. You know what I mean? That's all that was. And then afterwards, after uh, the following day, he DMs 
he DMs me and say that he apologized for like all the technical difficulties. I wouldn't be surprised because I'm a prick. So I wouldn't be surprised if that apology was a template. I wouldn't be surprised if you sent that exact apology to everybody because you want them to come again. Look, I got a diabolical mind, all right? I always think that somebody's playing chess. This life is about chess. So if somebody's going to send that to you and apologize to you, my man, you should have apologized to me that night when you got home if you was really feeling that bad about it. My man, when you saw the nigga with the pink jacket walking out your building, you should have apologized to him right then and there if you really cared about it. That, you know, that's why I say I don't, I don't, that's just fickle to me, bro. He was 20th. He was 20th. 25 people perform. He actually, when, when, when does he go? You say he's, you're up to 15. No. And then he got tight when people were asking, like, oh, when did they go up? Like, it's like, oh, it's like, oh no, peep stop at, like, he literally got in the crowd. It was like, peep stop asking where you go. Just say your name and you go up. It's like, huh? You don't know if people got work today. It was on a Thursday. You don't know if motherfuckers gotta go or gotta go to another event. Nah, he didn't care. That's what I'm talking about. He didn't care, and it was blatant, and everybody saw it. Everybody in that building saw he didn't care. You know, that's what that that, that and some people didn't care themselves. You know, no, some people didn't give a fuck. They just do what they want. All the all disrespect. You know, I mean, all respect to y'all. You know, some people's integrity lines is different. What y'all get filled with is different. If y'all get filled by performing in a circle with people and just spitting bars, hey. I can't say nothing about it. That's what fulfills you, buddy. But I know that when I come to an open mic, I came to leave an impression and not like be like everybody else. Where you leave the impression at is under that light, under that stage with that microphone. Not surrounded in a fucking circle. Nobody's going to remember any of y'all saying, yo, you remember that thing? There's one dude I remember. The dude that fucking cut everybody off and just started killing the show by himself. You know his name. Remember? You pointed at, you was like, he always does that. He just comes out of nowhere oh, and freestyles. Mezzle the goat. Yo, you... Monster, your energy crazy. You know what I mean? That shit, that's memorable. But I don't remember your fucking name. I remember your fucking performance. If you were on that stage doing that in front of me though, and I saw you that way, hell yeah, you would have got a follow or remember. I would have got more attention. I didn't know your fucking gram. Like I said, I wouldn't know who you are if it wasn't for him. And that's the shit I mean. You didn't give yo. He didn't give the artists what they really deserve. So for you artists that were satisfied with that night, hey, you you guys got smaller plates that feed your belly. Nothing wrong with that. But for me as an artist, yeah. that shit was dissatisfying, yeah. which is why he walked out. Yeah, I walked out because it's like, I, I've started really reading like everything and then the way he was acting and then the way people were acting like around me. It's like, it's, it felt like, why why was I here? Like, I'm just here to what, show face and leave? Like, am I really going to be actually getting up there to perform one song? It wasn't like I had like a whole set. I only brought one song with me. And then other people were cutting people off, and then people were mostly talking to each other. They were like ignoring sometimes the person that was performing. They would just uh, like talk amongst themselves, and because some honestly some weren't as good, some you could tell were like it felt like some were just starting out. Some I saw, I remember some people like Sean Elliott. I know Sean Elliott; he was really dope. I saw my boy Don, like Don Don Z. He was there. Shout out to the shout out to you two guys. You guys are dope, but. It felt like for me, like me with the guy with the pink jacket and have a bag of yo-yos, people were like looking around, pointing at me and staring at my bag, and more focused on the motherfucker performing in front of him. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, what's that? Was that a yo-yo? Oh, God. Like, not, like, let the motherfucker perform. I'm watching this guy perform. Like, why are you worried about getting a yo-yo for me? I'm not even fucking yo-yo. I'm just watching the guy perform. Like, well, you know what it is? That, like I said, what you do brings people nostalgia. So mm-hmm. they... Genuinely, they want to know what the fuck you're doing, how you do that. You know, they're all enthused about your shit. If a show is whack, yo, 
Don't let yo-yos come in your building. I'm gonna, like, I gotta put this shit down. Like, don't let yo-yos come in your building if your show's whack. Because if that nigga come in your building and your show's whack, he's taking all the attention off your whack-ass show. Everybody's just going to stare at him. If he goes outside, like, thank God he don't smoke cigarettes and shit like that. Because then he'd be stepping outside all the time, yo-yoing and smoking cigarettes. <laughs> and people would follow him. People would fucking follow him. You know, like, don't have a whack show and have this nigga around. Yo, let's transition, though, because we, have, we go from a, a, a poor... And like I said, we had a good night. Regardless, you didn't perform. The show was whack, but we had a good I mean, night. I I love the ambience. I love meeting like new people. So it wasn't like a hundred percent like oh fuck this shit like whatever. Like it was still dope. I got to go yo. I got to meet new people, and I got a couple of new follows. Mm-hmm. All right, time to go home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like I said, that's what. And then we got something out of it. You yep. know, we it's not like yep. we didn't get nothing out of it. Yep. But Friday, Friday was Friday was the way a show should go. It was at Slayer Tavern, the legendary Slayer Tavern. You know, it was hosted by you know X Rock, X Rock and CPD DJ. Okay. They had like a weed event, like a four twenty weed event, and you know it's like hoax with a mic. Okay. Fucking great DJ. Okay. Have DJ weeds. was telling people lower your voice. No, calm he, down. The DJ was telling. Ooh, this nigga gonna bust his computer. ass, and I'm. But when the, the DJ, DJ when the DJ tells you you gotta calm down. Yep. Like, listen to the artist. You want the same respect. That's how you fucking run shit. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be the host that's trying to talk to everybody. When they get, it's supposed to be the host, but when the DJs have to step in too, tell you, hey, you want the same respect? It was like this white white dude that came up. Like, I followed him. I forgot his name. I'm sorry if I got, forgot your name, but that's like, yeah, he was like from Yonkers or something. Okay. Yep. He, was, he was pretty dope. I liked oh, him. Oh, oh, oh. The one with the beard? Yeah, with the, the white girl. The one? Yeah, with the white girl. The white guy? I gave him I, I, I gave him um constructive criticism too outside. Mm. Yeah, I I put it on him. Um I forgot his name as well. I forgot his name as well, but we do follow each other on the gram. Um I said, yo, your songs are dope. Just got one problem. I didn't feel the person performing them. Mm. I like, you know, you stand there, you're staring at the yeah. crowd and your hand, your hand is like the you're using your hand like, like the spider, maestro. Like yeah. A, like a spider web. Like, like a, yeah, you, you think you controlling, you ain't controlling the crowd like that. I was like, yo, homie, you see that stage? He was like, yeah. I was like, you see that? You see how big that stage was? He was like, yeah, I didn't want to fall over. I was like, nigga, fall over. Fall. You, I said, yo, you jump off that stage and you get in everybody's face because the song that you're singing, the song that you're singing, what you're rapping about, that hypeness, that energy that you did it in the studio with, we weren't there when you was recording it. You feel me? So you think that you you think that the way you was recording it is not the way you're supposed to perform it. No, no. The way you was recording it, that microphone is now the audience. Yep. Now you gotta treat that microphone like the audience and go, he was like, yo, man, yo, I appreciate that, man. I like that shit. And I had somebody on the phone at the time. I was talking to somebody on the phone and she was like, Yo, that's crazy that you get so enthusiastic about somebody else's shit. And I'm like, why wouldn't you we're all trying to be we're all trying to be the best we could be out here, right? Yes. Why wouldn't you want to help your fellow, even if they're not your friend, your fellow, your fellow human being, your fellow artist? Like, I don't know the guy from a hole in the wall, but I see him trying. He's trying to do something with his life that's different, mm-hmm. and he and he's putting his heart and his soul. Yo, all I'm telling you is go over the hill now. Yeah. Go over the hill. Yeah. I'm just trying to help you get over the hill, and that's how, how I always am, especially yeah. with you, everybody. Like how you should be. You you know what, like. We mainly went out there also to support Ty Flows. Of course, shout out to Ty Flows. One thing that Ty Flows did that all the other ones didn't do that I loved about him, 
and it's probably the same thing I always have with like every artist that usually goes up and does this shit. He didn't have no bad vocals. He's the only one that rapped it raw. You and know what? I, I I was I didn't even pay attention to nobody's performance that much. I, I paid attention like part by like the guy with the hat and the glasses, the women that were performing. Those women were fucking. Oh my god, fucking crazy shit. <laughs> I love that though. You gotta love but, that. But it was fun. It was fun. It was fun though. But it's like one thing that Todd Flows did that I respected and I really felt was he had back vocals. He had no back vocals. He rapped it raw, like how. Wait, no, no ad libs either. Like I didn't even hear the others. I just heard him raw, right? The doubles, whatever. The, you don't, you, but you perform with your doubles, no? Like wait, the double, yeah, some sometimes with doubles, but even then, it's like not the entire song. Like you don't hear, like I'm not bringing the recorded shit to my performance pieces. Not the entire song, no. Yes. You're supposed to. The just doubles have... is fine, but why? Like everybody mostly had like their entire sets, like the shit they performed with. Well, like you know, not shit that they recorded with. Well, you know what it is, you know, like um, I think I think a lot comes down to awareness, and I think a lot comes down to until you like you can say it to somebody a million times because I've said it to me, we said it. I'm sure they heard it at shows. I'm sure these people know. Perform, come on, you saw D Block and fucking and Dipset perform, perform the right way. Don't perform over your song. Perform over your back lyrics. If you're if you're even gonna use them or perform it raw and just keep your hook, perform they I'm sure they all know but they're whoever's they probably don't know to ask for their show CD you know what I mean give me give me my show track their TV track they don't know to ask for their TV track you know whoever's doing their music you gotta remember a lot of people are doing their music at home by themselves in their closets now it's easier now it's really not that complicated to buy a fucking compressor buy a microphone you flip the switch on you record it you send it to somebody he sends you something back. It's not that hard. Any Juice World was sitting in a chair. I know a lot of niggas. I've seen Coney Brooks record music sitting in his chair mm-hmm. with his microphone right next to him. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to have this big. You don't have to do all that. And I think that's what it is that maybe a lot of these new artists, newer artists, artists that are just unaware of what sounds better. Maybe their friends aren't telling them. Maybe they're not bringing rappers with them to the show. Maybe they're bringing yes men with them to the shows. Maybe not bringing real artists. Like, you're a real artist. So if, if, if you come with me to a show and you see I do something wrong, besides being my friend, you're going to tell me. Just like I told that other guy, because I'm an artist. You know, maybe they're just not surrounded by the right people. I don't think it's completely their fault, but I really think that just they don't have awareness to perform over your TV track. It just They just might not know. You know? like that that That's why it's like... Take advantage of that, Rich. You know why? That's what makes us better. That's true. That's I what remember, makes us stand out when we do. We know we're doing following the formula correctly. Like I remember when I first rapped over my back vocals because the first show I did wasn't ever it was in 2014, and I rapped without my back vocals. Like I rapped without back without back vocals or anything. I rapped raw, and it was a really good show. Okay. But then after that, I didn't perform for like an entire year. Okay. I just took like a break, and then like in 2015, I had a song that I rapped with my back vocals, and I remember performing it, and I, I thought like same energy, same everything, but I felt like the crowd was like, like the energy wasn't there, like it was like the yeah, it went from like the yeah, that's just fire to like oh, that was pretty good, and I remember getting off the stage, and the guy who hosted the event, mm-hmm. it was called the Spotlight Showcase. Okay. He pulled me this so, so yo, the performance was. Your performance was not that good. You told me straight up, performance was not that good. Wow. How'd you feel about that? And he said, you know, and he said, you want to know what you did wrong? I was like, what did I do wrong? He's like, you wrapped over your main vocals. 
it's like you, I didn't feel the rawness or anything. I'm too busy focusing on your main vocals than your actual like your performance voice. It's like do me a favor, do me a favor. Matter of fact, he said, do me a favor. Matter of fact, do yourself a favor and just t- just practice without your main vocals on it. And since that day, that was the, all I needed to never rap with my main vocals ever Somebody again. Somebody to tell you. Yep. So, but see, but that's my point. You know, these people, I think that some of them just they just don't get told, man. Look, we're telling you here and now. You know, if you're an artist. Learn how to perform over your TV tracks. Yes. Maybe, may, wait, that's another thing. Maybe they're not comfortable. Maybe, they, maybe they're not comfortable and they need the that's, whole song. But that's why they need a rehearsal. Practice it. Define your voice. Go Rent out a space or just practice like anywhere you can practice and see how you can define it. Like, okay, I'm running out of breath for this part. Maybe I need to add like my main vocals here so I can try to catch my breath real quick. That's, that's how it's supposed to be. It's like... Not like when it comes to, like especially for me like this is it from my personal experience when it comes to, like me rapping fast, I usually don't fucking remember everything. So it's like I rather have certain parts where okay, I'm probably gonna probably slip up here. Let me add this a little bit of it here like towards the end and then like catch my breath and then try to remember it. But it all comes down to as I said, rehearsing. Like you know, get a decent mic. You can practice your own. Get a decent mic and a decent speaker. Connect the Bluetooth to your your show track and just practice it. Like, for me, I usually go with Crush a lot. Like, when we practice, like, rehearsal, when we do all these funny stuff, we're, pra- we're rehearsing that. It's not like we just go on stage and just go wherever. Because all it is is pro- being prepared. You got, if you want this, like, truly treated like a career, you got to be ready. You got to be, like, so when they tap, like, they tap you on the shoulder and you go up there, you already know what you got to do. You ain't got to worry about, like, oh, I got to stand here. Oh, I got to remember this. I got to move around here. You already know what you got to do. It's like... You already got... It's like knowing you got the job before you even do the interview. That's how I see it. You stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. Exactly. Like, anywhere you go, it's like anytime you got to do open mic, you got to show... It's like, all right, I already know what I got to do. But you know, always like, just in case, like if it's been like a good minute, throw in one more rehearsal just to make sure you're a little defined and there's anything well, a little bit off. All these all these rock and roll bands, you know, how do you think... How do you... They tell you... They got hours and hours yep. and hours of rehearsal time put in. Like all like I used to know people when I used to um do Pepsi in a supermarket. My friend of mine used to play guitar for a, a, a rock band, and that was always his life. His life was working. Go straight to rehearsal. Go straight to rehearsal. And they would just yep. and they weren't that good. But eventually, I think you, that's when you get good. Yep. That's what right. It's you practicing. Get, you you know what? You realize you realize you're in the studio. Like you realize you're performing. It's like. Oh, I could I could add this. Oh, I could do more. Like add add this to this, to this part and this stuff. So you actually are building. That's what that's called building your craft. You're working on your craft while you're working on your craft. It's like your, it's like those like those like Russian doll things. It's like oh, I think this is good. Mm-hmm. Oh, let me add in more, more. Oh shit, there's more layers to this shit that you need to add. So that way, when you get on that stage, you know you're gonna fucking kill it. You know you do what you have to do. It's like you'll see everybody like before you. It's like okay, you're you're studying, like. Okay, maybe there might be that one act that's like really good. It's like, oh shit, this motherfucker really beyond kilt this shit. Mm-hmm. It might be, it might be even better than you. There's been times I thought like I got upstaged by dudes. No matter how many times I yo yo, this motherfucker just straight rapping. But it's like the way they were like flipping, like the transitions in the songs or the words they were saying that would completely shut down all my yo yo in. Fuck the light up jacket. They were like that that niggas and shit. I even. I give them the most props. I remember that shit happened to a guy named Praise. Praise. That nigga in Connecticut. Mm-hmm. 
He was like the third person up. I was the one right after him. Mm-hmm. No matter how hard I was jugging, no matter how hard I was going, ooh, I and shit, no matter the hardest tricks I could do, I was nailing them shit. He ended up winning. And I wasn't even mad. I'm like, yeah, that nigga was actually real good. And it was really good. He actually got, he actually did something better than what the fuck I was doing. You know, and, but then in, vi- in, the, in the vice, in the vice, vi- vice verse, Somebody could just have a really dope, 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 dope show and can't rap for shit. <laughs> How many people perform fucking off the wall with like, and that's the thing, like, you know, having a performance that leaves uh, your your imprint on somebody's soul, <laughs> that's what it's about to be an entertainer. You know, that's where you get the Denzels and the fucking Al Pacinos and the Robert De Niro's, you know. That's where you get the Drakes and the M's, you know, and the and the Drake. I don't, I don't even like saying Dr. Dre no more. You know, like, th- that's where you get these people. Like, you get these people because they fucking, they left their imprint of how they learn how to give you entertainment. Mm-hmm. So now it's forever in you. Mm-hmm. It's forever in you. And with us as artists, we take their influence. We got we all got little tidbits of our favorite people we love. You know what I'm saying? Like we all got little tidbits. So it's, like, I'm grateful for them going and pushing it to the limit. Yep. It's like watching all the the shows that like my favorite artists used to like perform at like all the arenas or any of the stages they perform. It's like I'm watching like how they move. I'm watching what they're saying. I, I listen to the music constantly more than I was like studying at school like for homework. Mm-hmm. I would just pl- I'm pl- I'm playing their music like for like oh damn this is fire and I'm like oh I mean, if I slip it like if I say words like that it's like I'm learning off the greatest it's like studied it's like Michael Jackson one of the greatest quotes I ever heard from Michael Jackson study the greats and become greater mm, bars it's like there was James Brown and Michael Jackson came out like with the crazier dance moves and shit I mean yeah like if you look at if you look at if you look at the beautiful history of music, he's, the, he's studied, the, the ones that are always next are always. Yeah. He, and I would look at Michael Jackson. He said, he, they were asking how you learn these dances. I, mean, I look, was watching James Brown. I was watching Fred Astaire. Look, we I was watching a lot of ballet shows. And then from Mike, we got our Chris Browns, our Neos, our yeah. fucking, you know, yeah, look, our dance. Justin Timberlakes. Yeah, you know what I'm the, saying? Like, you got the crazy dance with the choreography, but look. They practiced that shit for yes. months, months, months. Like Super Bowl, you think they, you think they just went the up there overnight? the day before I and just know. like let's got been this. doing that for fucking months. They practiced for nonstop. For just just doing one song each for one song each. You think Kendrick Lamar just popped randomly? Oh, they put a box here the next day. No, they chore- choreographed all that shit. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, they gave a great set. Shit, how long we been going? Nah, we um we got we got three more topics. We got three more topics. No, I, I'm at what time is it? Why? Uh, how long we been going? An hour, forty five minutes. We didn't, go for, we didn't get to. We even get to any of our main topics. Well, we, we didn't really got, have main topics, did we? You know, we had like the Johnny I, Depp, I, Johnny Depp, yeah, Amber yeah. Heard. We had the what was the other shit? Well, I had Johnny T album. That's all. I, yeah. Oh, so you go, damn, nigga, you fucking <laughs> exactly. This, this nigga could see through my computer. Yeah, uh, fucking. All right, so five, all right, so let's start at the top because we. I don't think we got to. Um, we talked about this during the week. Um, but I don't think we got to di- divulge it on a podcast. Coyle Ray and Fabio record sales. Oh yes, yeah, Coyle Ray. Let's see what she sold like nine k. She sold nine k, eleven and a half. Well, Academics put out nine k, and then she retweeted him and said, "No, I really sold eleven, eleven and a half k." Yo, girl, I, yeah, I'd be happy to sell eleven thousand. <laughs> but when you're a, a sign artist and the push that she's got is like fucking crazy all over. Yeah, the place. but if you make, you know, you know what the, you have the, a song with Nicki Minaj, you have fucking fu- the point all these that, features. The point that Button was making though is that if you sell, if you sell eleven thousand every week, eleven thousand every week, ten ten weeks, that's a hundred, that's a hundred thousand. 
You understand? Like your first everybody's judging everybody judges everything nowadays, how great your project is based upon your first week sales. Meanwhile, first week sales used to be remember platinum and diamond? Yeah, it's now right. there's no physical copies because of what DSPs did. Yeah. So now since there's no physical copies, selling you know, when Kendrick comes out and he sells four hundred and fifty thousand, that's fucking a lot. Yeah. That's that's he's a mon- no. There's no Kendricks. Like even J Cole don't even come close to Kendrick's nope. sales. Or even like the like, only person would be like Drake. Yeah, Drake is the only one. Drake, Drake, you know, and that's crazy. So like it's in like, one week you go like five hundred k. You already go gold in a week. Like I'm not mad at Coy. Coy, keep doing your thing. It's not a letdown, I, but I just feel like it was like a little bit overhyped because I heard I heard the yeah, I heard trends. Oh, you like it? How you like it? it? It's like it's okay, but for like it was like the hype was like too much because it was everywhere because it's like. Oh, color red. Even like some of the tweets, he said, "I'm gonna have the biggest album 2022." Or it's like you're, you're kind of pushing it too far. You think if you're only gonna sell like 11k, and it's not the best album 2022. You know what I'm saying? Was it not a good album? Genuinely, it was okay. Six for a first project. Five, for five down, or six out of ten. Much. She's been out for like four years. She used to date Trippy Red. She four, had, five, or six out of ten. I'll give it four and a half. Okay. Like, like it was only like one song that I like, and it was with like with Young Blue. That's it. Okay. Like, she had one with Nicki Minaj, Blick Blick. It's like, it's a cool track, but it's not like, oh, that grabbed me. Because it was like, you know, only the Nicki Minaj fans pushed it more than the Coyle Ray fans to help it get like, like in a Billboard one, Hot 100. Okay. And then the following week, that shit like fell like the number 80 something. So, and then she had five, she had five, four. Oh, shit. That thing's possessed. You didn't see that. You didn't see it on camera. No, so, no, no, they did. Oh, damn. They disappeared. But it's cool. It, but you had like so you have so many features on it. She had like Nav on and shit. Like a lot of big name hits. But it's like it comes down to it. Alright, like, so do you think so do you think reflectiveness going to Fabio? Do you think Fabio selling thirty three K his first week is deserved? That's more in the ballpark where I was expecting to sell. Should ha Coyle Ray have sold thirty? No. I would best at best would be like sixteen K. <laughs> Yo, and and Fabio's Fabio's fucking project's very expensive. But it's, it's the, the same cleanest. Thing, a lot of push, a lot of money. It is the cleanest fucking drill music I've ever heard. It's like you got Alicia Keys, you got Kanye West, Kit you got Quavo on there. You got Quavo on two tracks. Yeah, you got you got the Migos on there. So it's like you have a lot of heady hitters, and it's like, but I. But if he did thirty k for ten weeks, that's three hundred k. But it was like you was constantly in our face. We expected you to sell a lot more than thirty three k. That's like the mystique of it, and I think that was a point even academics trying to push. I wonder, but see, but I wonder, I, I wonder if they don't really care about that because of streaming platforms. They I'm care. Tra- no, no, but I mean that I. All right, you may care because of ego, right? Ego because right. on paper you might want it to look like you sold a lot. Now, what if you go ahead and take a print out of your fucking of your streams and your streams are through the roof? Mm. That's my point that and I know they have streaming farms. So, yep. like how much do you have to stream? How I wonder what the numbers have to look like before you say, "Yo, we can go on tour." We can tour this album. Because, you know, Drake, Drake, uh, Kanye, every time Drake, Kanye, fucking Cole, any of these niggas put an album out, they can tour it. They can tour the album. Corey going on tour. With an album? Yes. Why? Because of streams. It has to be. Or she got a really good road management team that sets her up with colleges to perform at. Yeah, I remember. Because that's the come up. Smoke Smoke Perp's going on tour. 
What am I doing wrong? Exactly. I mean, they're kids, though. But remember, they're 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 they're, they're industry artists. They're fucking they're signing plants. major labels. Well, I would say of course more of a plant than Coyle Ray because at least with Coyle Ray, at least she don't use her father has no propaganda or nothing yeah, like that. And anything she tries to get away from that shit. Yeah, I, be, I, I already told you, I'll be using that nigga. I Yo, Coy, you you dumb dumb. You should have made a diss song with him, pops. You should have told her to make a diss song against you. That shit would have sold mad singles, huh? and then the album would have popped because they would have thought some shit is really going down. I should have made a bullshit fucking argument. Y'all already on social media like looking like clowns talking about your personal family shit. So it's like, if you're going to go there, just keep it hip hop and just make a diss song against them. Make some money off of it. Say sorry, dad, and keep it pushing. Like, I don't understand people, yo. Yo, once we get rich and famous, my nigga, we're going to stay rich and famous because of these fucking things. Because well, I'm willing we, to diss you on a track right, we, and you could but, diss me back if we're going to make a million, two million dollars off right. of making fun of each other. But that's the beauty of us being a sus. We don't have like people in our ass telling us to do shit. We don't have to worry about not selling leather cake. If we, as you just said, if we both sell leather cake now being independent arts. That's we did our job. We did our job. That's $110,000. If you sold that at $10 a piece, yep. Right there, boom, we fucking lit. So imagine like that. Whoop, then we can go on tour with that shit. We can go on tour with that easily. No problem. Yeah, son, that's not bad. At $10 a pop. Because you know what, people... And, and you saw... We, we, we see more than 11,000 people, Rich. It's like this. It's like people see the mystique of just... Like, you got to be millionaires. You got to be like that, that nigga driving those, these cars, owning these houses. It's like, what's wrong with just having 100K a year? What's wrong oh, with yeah, yeah, you're right. That... We, that's the problem, though. They, they, like you said, they get, they get looked at because they're in the industry. They have all these features they that get, they're supposed to be, like fucking having that lifestyle, like having, like that lifestyle, like partying, having a good time, be with bad bitches, and have making millions of dollars a year. It's like, but the average artist, like especially for indie artists, it's like, what's wrong with, what's wrong with just having a little over hundred k or making like? I'd be happy if I sold a thousand copies. Exactly, thousand copies. Ten thousand. That's ten thousand dollars right there. I'll be happy if I go wood. Yes. <laughs> You go to sell a hundred. Ah. That's a thousand dollars in one week. You just, we just got. Remember, there's seven billion people out on Earth, and I think about two, about two sevenths of that at least got internet access and know about Apple Music, yeah, Spotify. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you just gotta get at least two billion. You just gotta get a hundred out of those two billion niggas to buy, buy album. Just buy it. Do a pre-order before your album drops. Give it like a month. Like do a month before your album drops. They like say, hey, like I got pre-order. I appreciate everybody, like you know, having pre-saved or even better. And I'm not gonna make. I'm not making a lot of these. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, only making a thousand. Yep, just like a small little run. Maybe do some shows. Probably get like a little vendor, like just like one of your homeboys or homegirls, like a bad bitch, like watching your table, because you know they'll fucking come for that. Mm-hmm. Like if you buy this out, I love the number. way Richard talks. He got the marketing down. He's like a little bad bitch. I've seen this <laughs> shit. Like it's like one thing while I go like vendor tables will be some motherfucking. Dirty ass nah, you gotta get the bitch table. with big ass titties. You gotta get the sexy talking chick. about. Do you want indigo sativa? Yep. I'm like, oh god, I want to fuck a cream on your tits right now. That's what I'll smoke. Whatever you give me, whatever your tits give yep. me, I smoke. <laughs> yeah, make make sure you go like if they ask to follow, just follow them and just unfollow them niggas later. We already got their money. <laughs> Yo, that's true though. That's that, that's, that's true though. perfect marketing. Like like I'm gonna meet my girl there. I'll probably talk to my girls. Like she gonna get her fucking ring to get a costume too. And I say if I ever do any vendor shit, shout out be to, prepared. Uh, I want to shout out to all the niggas that we met like, that night at Friday show. Yes. These niggas gave me a follow back. Of course, shout out to S Rock and CP, the DJ for curating everything. They, y'all guys are amazing. 
I, I've met them in Blackthorn. Remember we talked about Blackthorn? Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, Yo, I want to shout out. Let me shout out Cradle. I am Cradle yeah, 3. Yeah, Cradle, Cradle. The real Debonair. Yeah, Debonair. You know what I mean? Uh, Biggs the King and Trademarks. Let me shout all y'all out, yo. Wait, who's on my shit? Because y'all, y'all niggas was dope niggas to meet. Y'all niggas was great performers. Oh, Trademarks is the white boy. It's oh, the yo, from that's his name, Trademarks. Trademarks. There you go. There you go. Yeah, yo, Debonair, shout out to you, my nigga. You're a great dude. Great conversation, man. Shout out to all you guys. Like, yo, it was a great show. It was dope. Uh, yo, so we're going to get to Pusha T's album. Pusha T's album. What you think about Pusha T's album? I like Pusha T's album. I haven't stopped bumping Pusha T's album. He got man, bars, dream, yo. Dreaming of I, the Past is my favorite because it's a simp. Nobody knows that sample. He you know, has bars. Donnie Hathaway. He I, I just has Bars. You say you talk about top five. I'm talking about top me. What? Like, this what? nigga. You talking about I'm talking about top me. Yo, he has bars, man. Oh man, son. Yo, he said he said a lot of shit like, on that. That was the album. one that caught me. You talk about top five. I'm talking about top me. Nah, what well, which one caught me? He said some shit like um Yeah, I can't even quote it. He said some shit like uh I'm winning. Yeah, plenty, yeah. It's so many. It's so many, yeah. Yo, his album's crazy, yo. And I, I love, of course, Diet Coke. That was one of my favorites. Diet Coke is dope. Diet Coke's a dope, dope song. But, you know, those were Kanye beats, and, you know, Kanye's always going to kill it with the production. But, but It's people, Almost Dry. What a name. It's yeah, Almost it's, Dry. But that song, I'm Dreaming of the Past. Oh, Just So You Remember Me. That's yeah. my shit. Oh, yeah. The, oh, just So You Remember Me. Yes. I was like, oh. Yo, oh the beat was fire. Five, yo, five. he has a girl. He has a really good album, man. And Malice is back. You know it's always good when you're rapping with your brother, bro. Is he no Malice? Sorry, no Malice. No bad. Malice. No Malice. No, he's look- Malice now. They putting it down as Malice. It says Malice. Oh, I guess he's evil again. <laughs> oh, you know what it is? Maybe, maybe, maybe his you you his Spotify name was Malice, and yes. he he just recently changed that to No Malice, right? Yes. He just yes. started saying that recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so. in the past couple of years, he's been No Malice because he said he found the Lord, and he doesn't want to promote, like, anything like Yeah, just so shit. you remember me. I even like Neck and Wrist, B. Oh, yeah, no, Neck Jay-Z and Wrist. And I said, yo, Pusha T as a dope album. I wouldn't be surprised if you won a Grammy for it. I think that's, it's Grammy-worthy for, it, like, best hip-hop album. Yeah, I, so like, I wouldn't so be far. surprised if so you far. won a Grammy for it, but you know what's coming. Check the trick. Oh, yeah, Kendrick. Kendrick. He dropped a date. In May. He dropped a date. May's what? May 16th, I think? Yeah, something like that. He dropped a date. And he called it like some weird. It was a weird album title, too. I, I don't care called. what the fuck he calls it. Hey, he's weird. Wait, album. wait, what do you call this shit? Now that's what gonna bother he calls me. It. He, he called it something like pretty funny. Well, it's like a story type of thing. Wait, hold up. I got plenty. I, I got plenty. Yeah. That sample's so from many. Donnie. It's called, it's called I'm So Jealous, Donnie Hathaway. That's a sample. How'd you know that? I know that song. Oh, you know that song? All, all he really did was just speed up the record. Because if you hear it regular, it's like a lot. So like, I'm in dreaming of the past. It'll be, that's a lot slower. He just speeded it up. That's all he did. I know that song. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm about to lose control. Singer Rich. Yeah, that's that's how he, that's what he, uh, it's called um, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Yeah, fucking dumbass name. I get it, I get it, I get it. Whatever, Kendrick, stand out all but you want. My, but it might have a story a storyline because you know he's good with like doing like stories. And this is his last TDE album. Yeah, last official TDE. So and he's might... gonna do PG Lang, and that's his label. 
And he has, you know, his cousin Baby Keem on uh-huh. it, which I think is dope because, you know, helping family out like that. Well, that's what you're supposed to do. You know what I mean? If I would you, never sign none of my family. Nigga, if, they, if they're entertainers, if people are entertainers, it's not about you signing them, but maybe you sign him over to somebody you know. No. Like, you always, like... You they're niggerish. Nah, once you, I wouldn't sign them. Nigga, once you become a... Once you be, when, but we're talking about money. For, we're talking about forever money. We're talking yes. about money that can be in that. If just because you don't get along with a family member, but you know you can no, help them, it's not that I get along with them. I just know that they're not like the way that I push my shit. They're not going to be on that same level. Oh, but but you but if I don't know that that's all matter. It's like for me, it's like look if I'm, if I'm doing this and I'm like investing into you and making sure you're going to become a star mm-hmm. or try to get some type mm-hmm. of clout out here. Mm-hmm. You got to you got to do. Of course, show. that's everybody. But them is like it was like with my family, even the ones I know that are like. Kind of in the rap, none of them were really rappers. All of them were like in kind of industry back okay. in the day. Like I have cousins that did stuff for like before Rockefeller was even Rockefeller. Okay, okay. They did stuff with Def Jam. They did stuff with like Columbia and all that stuff. And then like over time, like they just said, I don't want to do this anymore. And then they just end up working like regular nine to five jobs. Well, you know, you never know about. There's something about um, uh, I think once I think Winston Churchill said it. He said um, uh. Being successful is being enthusiastic about success, even in failure. Hmm. You know, so when you think about that, if just because a person has failed and got discouraged or just decided they didn't want to do it no more, it doesn't mean that that spark still doesn't live inside of them. Hmm. And I, I didn't mean it in the sense of helping everybody, but I meant if somebody's trying to help themselves, there's not, I don't think there's anything wrong with helping them, even if you're not the one that could do it for them. Hmm. Put him with some, yo, listen, I can't work with this knucklehead. He's my cousin. He's a fucking gets me mm-hmm. on my nerves, but he's really talented and he wants to get somewhere. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to put him in with you. Like, the, only, the only cousin, legitimate cousin that I know that works hard, like he's he has, like he's a public softer. He's also a model. Oh, he, nice. he does a lot of photos. He just recently won like awards from like somebody in France. And he knows a lot of people in the fashion industry. Nice. Like he's pushing like his fashion. Like it's like... Like he's a he's a handsome dude, my cousin. Like mm-hmm. it's not only just me, ladies, but you know, still I'm that nigga. Anyway, he speaking of ladies and handsome dudes, huh? Would you get go ahead, finish your cousin? Like he's you no, know, he's trying to get out there, like get his stuff. I got to find him a podcast. He was supposed to be on my podcast like over a year ago when my when my sister was here. I tried to get him to come, but he you know he's one of those he's, you go he goes to church. It's always oh I got church Sunday. So I was church. like, uh, can you miss like just one guy? Guy ain't going anywhere. Guy got like three hundred fifty thousand houses in the world. You can just come for one day, man. But yeah, you still <laughs> look. He's in here with you. God's in your heart. He's not. In, look, like guy ain't gonna care. like your love for God's not based on attendance. Like the fuck. <laughs> you think? Um, I was gonna ask you, would you ever get beat by your woman? Oh, sexually, like, yes. Like, if your girl is like, all right, what if you and your girl are arguing one day and she just turned around and whapped you? I'm walking out, going out the door, going home. That's it? Never hitting her up. That, that's it? Done? What if y'all live together in a big mansion and y'all been together mom, five, dad, ten years? Y'all been dad, together, y'all been together five, ten years, mom, Richard. Dad, or him, my mom, dad. No, I'm, I'm going, like, I'm going to let it breathe. Like, I'm going home. I'm not going to be in that house tonight. I'm not, not, not to say shit's gonna happen. I just, I, I'm a person that just walks Richie's away. Richie's gonna shit kill like you, bitch. No, 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 no. I'm not violent. I never hit a woman in my life, and I never will. Never even thought about hitting a woman. Like, yo, what if she took a shit in your bed? <laughs> you clean these sheets in front of me. Make sure that. Like, yo, this we ain't bitch, got dogs, so this bitch is nasty, yo. Okay, in case you don't know what we're kind of transitioning to, you know, Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard. 
And of course, everybody knows Johnny Depp. I don't really know Amber Heard. I think she was in fucking Aquaman for like the first one. And then that was like really it. That's all I know her from. Okay. But they're in, it's like a big, it's like the court case of the world. It's like a celebrity court case happening right now, as you all know. And, you know, Johnny Depp just gave like his, you know, testimony, testimony of what, what's been going on. And mind you, this is six years ago. This is a long time ago and they're still talking about this shit. So, but you know, there was like, I think, she put out something in the Sun or one of these news at the, the, the Sun of the Post, where she put out some like a Johnny Depp's a white beater, so it was like defamation of character. And she's yep. so Johnny Depp's suing for fifty million dollars, and she counter suing for a hundred million for all that shit. Oh my God, such an ex- yo you 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 celebrities are petty. That's celebrities are petty. As fuck. Uh, yeah, but to hear the recordings of them too. Oh, he's yeah. psycho. He's legitimately he's psycho? psycho. Yeah, he is too, though. You didn't, but not it's psycho. She was that bitch was maniacally laughing she, at him. She's psycho too, but he's not any fucking innocent. She said like, "I, I didn't punch you. I hit you. That's the same fucking thing. How you? I didn't hit you. And then I and they call him a baby all because he didn't hit back. <laughs> what kind of crazy shit is that? He should have hit back. No, no. He did the right thing. He just. Do a bottle and get, <laughs> try to get drunk and just not hit her. <laughs> I mean, I, I look, I, I get it, but I still think he must be hard to deal with. It, 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 true, he might be hard to deal. We don't know exactly. You know, like, like what why, they've been going through. Why wouldn't he leave already if she like hits him and do does all that? Why wouldn't love that? You're your wife, your love of your life. You you chose. So you leaving reason. if a girl hits you? Huh? You leaving if your wife hits you? Like that night, yeah. But you know, we'll have to talk about it at some point. But eventually, we we'll have to see each other. You yeah. make up with each other? You make depends. up with her? It depends. Like, what, what is what? What did she hit me for? What were we fighting about? I don't know. You you fucking you call my mom a bitch. Nah, nigga, you fuck. She's trying to talk to you, and you're fucking yo-yoing. Okay. She's trying to talk to you, and you're I, yo-yoing. But she should know, right? I know how to listen and yo-yo. No, it time. doesn't matter. She's the, the things that she what but she's what, asking what, you. What sparked the argument? She, it's not because she's asking you about, about what? something. About what? It don't matter. She's asking you about something, and she wants your full undivided attention on the matter. Okay. And you're saying okay, but you're looking down, and your yo-yo's doing tricks. Okay. All right. And then she's like, Richard, do you hear me? And you genuinely didn't hear the last word she said. That 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 last bit. You're like, yeah, I hear you. And then she goes, what What's the last thing I said? And you're like. Oh, damn, I didn't hear the last thing you said. And she's like, really? Like, this is the shit that I be talking about. And then she takes your fucking yo-yo and she throws that shit out the window. And you get, that shit $600 titanium spaceship yo-yo. You're like, what the fuck? And then, and then she's like, what the fuck what? And then she slaps you across your face. I'm walking out. That's it? I'm walking out. Like, like just for, like, for me, because i never been in that situation where it got to those type of levels. So... But for me, like now, it, with sound body in mind right now, I would just walk out. His in body shaking moment, inside. In that particular moment, if I'm ever in that I'll give moment, it a flashback exactly you never how, had. No, no, I never had these moments. I never, I never got to a point where I argue with a woman back and forth. Like, I would, I, I know right now, I would just walk out and just like, just go somewhere. Just let it breathe. Just let it breathe. Just let, let, it the, breathe. let the tension. I don't know if the tension will be there when I get back, but at some point, Bitch. you would have to like talk it out. Bitch. Don't put your hands on me when we're on the 10th floor, all right? That's the only thing I'm saying. Because you're going out this fucking window. You put your fucking... 
That's him. Remember that this is him sober, normal, everything. Yeah, I'm fine. So I'm chilling. That's <laughs> me, I'm very passive. I'm not pacifist. I'm not, Listen, I'm not argumentative. I'm not. I'm not fighting. Bitch, I will body slam you. I will body slam you off the kitchen table. Why would Why would you do that? If bitch puts hands on me, like a you bitch slap. What? You no, I'm not gonna slap her. I'm gonna body slam her on. The, that's different. Those will call assault. I'm, I, she assaulted me first. I didn't hit her back. You know it's gonna favor her over you. I don't give a fuck. I'm I'm already fucked. Once she, you can give her no bruises. You can have all the bruises. Bullshit, my nigga. Once she, yo, once she, once the cops are called, any word she says is automatic unless there's cameras there. Any word she's, even if you're fucked up and all messed up. Any word she says is automatic. She's going to be like, he went to swing on me. And then I ducked and I gave him one to the body and one on the over the head. The officer's going to be like, yeah? Yeah, yeah, I take jujitsu. Yeah? Oh, shit. Why'd you go to hit her? I'm telling you, as soon as the cops are called, you're done anyway. So you might as well get your licks in, grab that bitch and fucking body. RKO over the fucking kitchen no, table. I, <laughs> okay, now you take it to a whole other level. <laughs> not what you do. All right, don't do Don't follow that shit, man. Men out there, good men, don't do that. <laughs> Nigga, man, you um, that's your. Uh, I'm potting. I'm potting. You are potting. I'm potting right now. Potting violence. Come on, welcome out, Rich. Domestic violence and shit. <laughs> Alright, so thank you all. That's, that's a wrap up right now. Thank you all for watching. We're going to studio. Yeah, we're going to studio. We're going to studio. So thank you again. So please again, like and subscribe. And I hope to see you next time for another episode of What's Up, Everybody with Piggy and Gilly. You're that's queen shit. You're I don't feel like getting up this time. <laughs> don't get up, stay there. Alright, just fade it out. Can you do like a fader on this shit? Oh yeah, yeah. I always fade it out though. Yeah, look at this. Look at this. I had my whole dick out. My nigga like. lost weight. Yeah, my bro. nigga lost weight. He feels good. Look. Yeah, I do feel good. You look good, bro. I'm you look good, bro. Brother appreciation, Damn, dude. Nigga blew my phone up. Yeah.